Hey, before we get into this final interseason break episode, I had some announcements I wanted to get out to you all. First of all, thank you so much for listening through these break episodes with me. I hope you all have enjoyed them as much as I have, and this last one will be no different. It was some of the most fun I've ever had recording. I'm so excited to start making our way through Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice starting next week. Yes, you heard correctly. A week from today, we will start our journey through Master and Apprentice. I can't wait to hear what you all think of the book, and I'm happy to say that there will be many new voices to the show coming on as guests. So, get ready for a great season. Speaking of next week, to all my listeners in the U.S., vote. This election is probably one of the most important we've ever had, and I would be remiss if I didn't remind you all to make sure to make your voice heard by voting using whichever means you're comfortable with. Just make sure you do vote. That's one of the most important ways we can enact legitimate change for the better. Please vote. Thank you so much to everyone who took the time to fill out the Fall 2020 Listener Survey. I've gone through the results and wanted to update you all on some of the big takeaways. An amazing 95% of listeners said they think the show has excellent quality, which was great to hear. A couple of listeners suggested more interaction from me to you all, so I've decided to start implementing discussion questions for every episode. I will read the question at the end of the episode, as well as posting it to our Twitter page on the day that episode airs. I'll read off a few answers at the beginning of the following episode, so feel free to either respond on Twitter or to our email at outerrimreadspod at gmail.com. Some listeners also preferred to have the episodes air earlier on the Tuesdays that they come out, so I'll be changing the release time for each episode to 6 a.m. Eastern on every other Tuesday, rather than the usual 8 a.m. Eastern. So again, starting next week, Episodes will be airing at 6 a.m. Eastern instead of 8 a.m. Eastern. I also wanted to read off a comment from one listener that I really enjoyed. They wrote about the show, and I quote, It's different from other podcasts I listen to because I can just relax and listen to it without getting bored. I'll start an episode, and it's over before I know it because I've become so drawn in to the story and discussion. It's super cool. It's like being transported back to that world through the discussions. End quote. I love that response because it kind of speaks to the goal of the show, to create an immersive atmosphere through the in-depth discussion to help you all to be able to feel like you're a part of the story and journey. So thank you for that response. In regard to future planning for the show, 52% of listeners said they either definitely would or probably would consider supporting the show through Patreon, so I'll start the process to plan out what that would look like for you all. A majority said they would like bonus content and episode bloopers as Patreon incentives, so that gives me a good idea as to what potential patrons would look for. I got encouraging results regarding how interested listeners would be in Outer Rim Reads merch, so I definitely will be working on making that happen. And as our final fun result, an amazing 71% of listeners have doggos, which is incredible, and I really love that. Thank you so much for giving responses to that final fun question. Again, thank you all for helping shape the future of this show. Your support is appreciated so, so much. Now, with all those announcements out of the way, let's get into episode 21 of Outer Rim Reads.
Hello there, listeners, and welcome to episode 21 of Outer Rim Reads, a podcast that journeys chapter by chapter through various Star Wars novels across the canon. My name is Andrew Geha, and I'm your host along this journey. In this final episode of our inter-season break, we are doing another bracket-style tournament in which our competitors today will determine who the best droid in Star Wars is, and I'm joined by my brother, Sam Geha, as well as my friend, Ethan Marshall. Sam and Ethan, welcome on the show to battle it out for the best droid in Star Wars. How are you both doing today? Doing pretty well. Thanks for having us. Good, great, yeah. Really excited for this matchup. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on. This is, you know, these are a couple of last episode in this episode, you know, something fun, something fresh, some tournaments, you know, to to raise the stakes a little bit for the show before getting into season two. So I'm happy to have you guys on. Uh, I think we've got a good list of 16 droids here, and I'm really excited to see what you guys got on the big stage. Oh, I'm excited to make my defense for these <laughs> droids and uh, back it up, see what Ethan's got, because this is, yeah, this is a unique bracket style tournament for something like star wars this is exciting i mean heck i'm a huge star wars fan so the chance to to go to battle for these droids who, whom i love is uh, it's exciting yes and i'm very much looking forward to the format too of, of uh, the challenges and stuff oh yeah before we get into the the format and the rules of the tournament how about you both give the listeners an idea of where you are with star wars how you became fans and what the beginning of your star wars fandoms uh, looked like and has progressed i think I, I saw my first star wars film when i was like four and it was it was the original. It was a New Hope. Okay. Um, I saw it on VHS. <laughs> we had all three in my house, and I quickly grew to love them. I think what really made me love the series more more than and I, I hate to say more than the movies because the movies are great, <gasps> but uh, I really got into games, uh, all the games, all yeah. the LucasArts games when I was younger, particularly like Kotor. I love oh, so good. Old Republic <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know that just you know ignited a flame, and here we are today. Here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew, my my Star Wars journey it follows yours up to a, up to a certain point. We mirror the origins of our journey pretty well. I mean, we we mom introduced us to the movies. I remember watching every single one for the first time as a kid. We grew up on Star Wars with Harry Potter, The Lord of the Rings too. Star Wars has always been my my favorite series of movies, and uh, that's where I really have my my base in my fandom. I mean, I remember flipping through the visual dictionaries as a kid, reading about all the characters and stuff, try to memorize the fun facts. I mean, uh, it was so exciting for me just to latch on to as a kid. We, you know, we, we got the action figures too, so we'd, yeah. we'd play with those, and that would kind of ignite our fandom even more. And like Ethan said, we, we have parallels, he and I, with, with the games too, with Knights of the Old Republic and Lego Star Wars too. There was always a different, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, always a different variation of, of Star Wars, whether, you know, virtually or in in real life with, with our action figures and watching, of course, on the big screen. I've been a fan for my entire life, and we, we diverge because I haven't quite seen Rebels or The Clone war series yet but it's been an amazing journey over the 24 years that i've lived to to be a star wars fan so <laughs> it's uh and i think that's that's never going to change and i'm excited for the day that you do watch rebels and the clone wars because they're two brilliant shows and we do have a couple of droids in this list of 16 that are, are from the likes of those shows and the video games as well so how about i give the the format and the rules for this tournament starting with this list of 16 droids the 16 characters that you both will be pitting against the other so sure. who we have today we have chopper from star wars rebels c-3po l-337 pit droids bb-8 k-2-so B1 Battle Droids, Mouse Droids, R2-D2, 
IG-11 from The Mandalorian, BD-1 from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, DO, Gonk Droids, IG-88, Buzz Droids, and Droidicas. So a pretty solid list of the 16. And like I said, I to determine this list, I looked into the movies and the shows and a couple of video games to think of who to include. And you know, obviously this isn't an exhaustive list of all the droids in Star Wars, but I tried to nab the, the important ones, the you know, maybe some funny ones along the way, because mm. ultimately we are here for the laughs today. Mm. So mirroring the format of the last episode's tournament, this will be a single elimination tournament in which there will be four rounds total. We've got the classic round of 16, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the championship round, as well as a third place match. And the format will look like last episode where Sam and Ethan, in the first round, you will have one minute to present your case for the droid that you're representing. And I'll let you both discuss amongst yourselves as to which one you want to represent. In the second round, you can only use rhymes for your arguments. In the third round, you have to give a haiku, and for anyone who's not familiar with what a haiku is, it's a short poem in which the first line has five syllables, the next line has seven syllables, and the third line has five syllables again. And in the fourth and final round, the championship round, you have to create an acrostic for your droid's name. And an acrostic is if you take each letter from a name and make a word or phrase that starts with each of those letters. And... I've created lettered names for the droids in case that any one of them reach the finals. So, for example, R2-D2 has the name of, quote, R2, which is spelled A-R-T-O-O. So, throughout these rounds, I will be the moderator. I've got the easy, both the easy and the hard <laughs> job to decide who's got the, <laughs> who's who's making the best case here. And keep in mind that, honestly, the, the best way to progress your droids is to be funny, you know, be creative, be funny, make me laugh, and you'll have a good chance of getting your droid through. So if you guys have any questions, we can get right into the tournament. All right, we know who to impress. Let's do it. I've been looking forward to this. (laughs) (laughs) This is where the fun begins. Oh, this is going to be easy. (laughs) (laughs) So in the first round of this tournament, the first matchup we have is the number one seed mouse droid against number 16 seed chopper so i'll let you both decide who you want to make your case for and we'll get started from there wow i can vouch for mouse droid okay okay i i feel really good in in stacking up what i got for chopper here i'm interested because i know you haven't seen star wars rebels so uh, yeah i'm excited to see what you got (laughs) for chopper's case that's (laughs) that's the fun part about about being a star wars fan though even even though not having seen rebels or clone wars it was in you know researching these characters and freshening my memory on you know in some cases characters i've already known droids i've already known and then learning about these droids for the first time i'm even more encouraged to watch these shows for the first time in the future so it's great oh heck yeah yeah all right, so we've got Ethan representing the mouse droid and Sam representing Chopper. So which one of you wants to go first for your one-minute argument? I can go ahead. I can go first. Would you like to uh, Yeah, it? I can start this off. Sure. All right, let's start right. this off. Start off. So Chopper, to me, he's like old man Yoda of his storyline, I think. He's cranky. <laughs> he's mischievous. He's an argumentative <laughs> droid, too. And we see that he's kind of old and unkempt, just like Yoda in episodes five and six on Dagobah. So I, that was the parallel that I drew directly to Chopper after seeing some clips of him from the show, uh, seeing the quirks and, and you know different personality traits. And uh, despite 
you know, the fact that he's this mischievous, cranky old droid not really maintained. He's still a really loyal member of his team. And, and just as a side note, if Yoda would have had a shock prod, he would have totally used it as much as Chopper did. So, <laughs> um, and even Chopper had, um, he had a mini squabble with R2, so to speak. And he would have totally owned R2, in my opinion, had C-3PO Ooh, not, you know, yeah, hot take. He would have owned him if C-3PO hadn't stepped in and been there to, uh, to save his life. So that, that's, that's just what I think. Um, I think Chopper, he's got a lot of good things going for him in his parallels with, with Yoda, especially. I love that comparison. I <laughs> I never thought of, I never drew that line between <laughs> Chopper and, and Old Man Yoda. Because, you know, they both have some, you know, some some personality, some sass, maybe. Yeah. You know, they've got their quirks. And I do think that Chopper has probably has the, uh, probably the, the most variety in his uh <laughs> in his personality out of all the droids that, that I've seen. Oh, for so. sure. And plus, you know, just, I can't add to my argument, but the fact that he uses his tools, his kind of arms to, to wail and yeah. flail and, and move <laughs> stuff and, and poke people. It's so funny. I think it adds to his character in a great way. Yeah, well, that was a good start. Good start yeah, for definitely. Sam and Chopper. Ethan, definitely. what do you got about, uh, what do you have for the mouse droid? Here's the thing. I can appreciate that comparison. However, I think it starts to fall apart once you kind of get rid of the facade Yoda puts on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's not really the old grumpy guy. That's more of a character he's playing. He's really an old, wise sage. So are mouse um, droids, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for getting to my my next point. No. Um, so again, you know, if you really start to think about that comparison, it's cool at first, but I think it falls apart. Mouse droids, on the other hand, are the backbone of all galactic civilization. <laughs> and let me explain why. <laughs> without the mouse droids, without their technical expertise, doing the jobs that nobody wants to do, and, uh, you know, maintaining entire fleets for both the Republic and the Empire, you wouldn't have the Republic or the Empire. What? <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. That you, need, you need a workforce to maintain these things, and the mouse droids are the perfect droid to do it. So They are the rats of the air of Star Wars, yes. <laughs> but they, they are maintenance droids. They do maintain the fleet. Yes, so. they maintain the Death Star. They make sure that, you know, all the screws are... are Tightened and fastened, and that people are doing their job. Sure, thing. what a job! What, what, a, <laughs> what a job! Baloney. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with Chopper here. I love the, uh, yeah, the personality he's bringing. Yeah, um, I know that this was beyond your minute, but just being reminded of how he uses his little droid arms to express himself. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I love the connection with Yoda there. I'm gonna have to give this one to Chopper. You yeah. know, uh, upholding the backbone of, of all civilization for the mouse droids. That's a compelling case. It was a they're janitors. <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> But we're here to stretch the uh, stretch the arguments as much as we my can, team, man. No matter what. <laughs> uh, so for this next round, for this next matchup, we have IG Eleven from The Mandalorian versus C three PO. I'm gonna have to go with, um, geez, it's a tough one. They're they're both interesting. Droids. It is a tough one. I'll go with C three PO. I like this guy. I um, okay. okay yeah. I think there's a compelling right. argument to be made for him. Here we go. IG Eleven. All right. IG Eleven. As an assassin droid, as we all know, a perfect killing machine. And we see that in the very first episode of The Mandalorian. And now if that's all he was, you know, I can I can understand him not necessarily making it past this round, but he's more <laughs> than that. When Quill dug him back up and reprogrammed him, he suddenly became a caretaker. Uh, that was his primary function at that point, to take care of the child. And it can be argued that without IG-11, the child and all of our gang <laughs> would not have made it out of that tunnel. True. Um, he sacrificed himself so that uh, Mando and, and, and the child and Kara and 
the other guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> could R2 all get on line. And I think that is a very, very important sacrifice. Ten seconds. Again, we don't know where the story is going to go, but I believe the child is going to play a very, very, very pivotal role in the universe to come. And so. that's your time. <laughs> mm. And without, I guess, without that sacrifice, would we be having a season two coming up in October 3rd? We would have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. blood. <laughs> <laughs> Find Mandalorian season two streaming on Disney Plus starting October 30th. And, uh, US. <laughs> that was a good one. Definitely a complex droid, you know? <laughs> you got, he's, he's checking the assassin box as well as the, the caretaker droid box, which, yeah. you know, you don't see that kind of, you know... If I had kids, yeah. I'd want him to take care of them. I bet he would change... A hell of a lot of diapers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like, like, I want to see that. Like, how many diapers with, per minute, you know? You could even <laughs> say... I mean, the way his body rotate, he got all that, like... Oh, yeah. I remember in the first episode, his arms were like, all oh, yeah. place and stuff? And it's like, yeah, I bet you... Uh, replace blasters with diapers, and then, I mean, come on. I was going to say, you could almost call him, then, a diaper-changing machine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. Uh... All right, Sam. Let's see what you've got for C three PO after a after a good argument for yeah. IG eleven from Ethan. See that that was fair. That was fair. But C three PO, I mean, he's in this corner for a good reason. So I think he's an awesome droid, not because he's an action packed and gun smoking character like uh like IG eleven is, and you won't see him take out ships like Buzz Droid or scare freaking Obi Wan and Qui Gon away like destroyers. But I did read this piece recently about him that posited this that his quote unquote protocol was the survival of the Republic, and it's a good point. Because he played a huge part in Luke joining the Rebellion, for example. He started talking about it in front of Luke, this vulnerable kid who wanted to escape a planet, setting up the pieces, and then letting Luke and his curiosity pursue it even more to find Obi-Wan after that, and the rest is history, I think. And he's the one who saved Han, Luke, Leia, and Chewie from getting eaten by the Ewoks, <laughs> thanks to his translation of their language. And, and the fact that he's there, he became a deity for an entire civilization. That cannot be overlooked, and it should not either. So this man, he went from farm droid to god. And that's worth something. <laughs> I, I love how you brought that up. That's uh, I, I think that was also referenced in the Rise of Skywalker novelization, where I think maybe it was a, a Final Order Star Destroyer that was exploding in the orbit of Endor or above Endor, and hmm. Wicket, the Ewok Wicket, and his son are looking up, and his son's <laughs> asking who might have done that, and Wicket was like, "I'm pretty sure that was C-3PO that just, <laughs> that just saved us there again." Yes, so. again, not for the first time, <laughs> nor probably perhaps the last. I'm going to have to give that round to C-3PO. I think that's, that's uh, fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fair. Justified. You know, as impressive <laughs> as probably IG-11's changing diapers uh, per minute rate is. Um, <laughs> yeah, C-3PO so would have a hard time following that. that you the know? god of the Ewoks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is he, you think he's fluent in over six million forms of diaper changing, too? <laughs> Okay, yeah. So for this next matchup in round one, we have an interesting uh, interesting matchup here with the number four seed BB-8 against number 13, the B-1 Battle Droids. You know what? I think honestly, and this might this might be an odd choice, <gasps> but I think I'm going to go uh, Battle Droid. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got stuff on BB-8. I mean, okay. come on. It's BB-8. He's so cute. And by design too. You cannot you cannot just shun his his cute by design that aesthetically pleasing droid we got coming here in this new trilogy. And he takes on the sidekick but also essential character role over from R2 in the original trilogy in this new one so well, I think. So he's great as a cute money magnet for Disney now cuz you know, merch. <laughs> and he's great as an all-around awesome character. I think toys. <laughs> the toys are coming. 
Um, he's a gentle droid, I think. He can, but he can also be tough and heroic when the moment calls for it. And he makes up for, I think, his clingy personality, his reliance on others by being this courageous figure. Because he saved Poe's life several times. And he puts his own mechanical life on the line in every movie as Poe's wingman, or wing droid, rather. And, <laughs> and who would refuse the charm of his makeshift Ten thumbs seconds. up? I mean, come on now. That, that lighter? Shoot. I remember seeing that in theaters. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> it's tough to be. And that's time. That's a, that's a good a good case for BB-8. You know, I, I, I did love how in The Rise of Skywalker, there was that scene when they're riding on top of the Star Destroyer and you just see BB-8 rolling along. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good, uh, a good case. A those good are, case. Those are compelling arguments, yeah. I, uh, I kind of regret my decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you're being bold and courageous yourself here by, by choosing to back the B-1s here. <laughs> Let's see. Back in... The B ones back in All the right. B ones. Do it, I dare you. So, uh, just to t- to touch on BB eight, yeah, he's cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is. But at the end of the day, he's no R two, and I think <sighs> that's really that's, wow. that's that is that's really what they were trying to accomplish. <laughs> and I just don't think they did. I think I think he is a valid excuse to like repurpose old like you know soccer ball toys and then just <laughs> sell them. I don't know. Regardless, the B one battle droid was the scourge of the galaxy. <laughs> For many years, I mean, let's be honest, instilling fear into the the hearts of all those outer rim, mid rim, and core. As a unit, as a single unit, uh, may not be the strongest, but mm-hmm. together they are legion. Ten seconds. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, just just let that one marinate, and I, I think you'll come to see that the B one is the superior droid. Wow! As you sip your, <laughs> as you sip Man. your tea, <laughs> dramatic pause. The sip continues. Oh, God, you know, honestly, as crazy as it's gonna sound, I loved Ethan's uh, first thirty seconds of roasting BB-8. Uh, wow, <laughs> really? Oh, so it was there was the rag on BB-8 instead of what should have been his defense of the B1s that really did it for you. <laughs> I mean, he took advantage of the roasting here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to award the roast points here. I think I'm gonna have to give this one to, to Ethan and the B1 oh, battle. Who would have thought? That was, that was that was unexpected. Who would have thought right. the B1s make it past BB freaking eight? <laughs> Maybe the listeners are screaming into their phones, just like, what they're are you probably doing? They're probably thinking what I am. Uh, halt, wait, uh, you're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Does not compute. Blast Roger. Him. <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm excited for this next matchup in, in this round. We've got uh, number five, BD1, versus the number 12, the arguably the lord and savior of all droids, the uh, the gonk droid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with BD one here. I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll take Gonk. Then. Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, take the chips as they as they fall. Before I before I start, um, this isn't really part of the argument. If I if I if I may, I love how a lot of the droids I'm getting are more conceptual. Yeah, abstract <laughs> art. They're know. more abstract. They're, they're not they're yeah. not specific characters. Yeah, the, the mouse droid. It's more of their 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 concept, their idea that makes them so great. Yeah, it's the concept, the idea that they represent. Yeah. you know exactly. Here we go, the Gonk droid. And I've already said this. I've already used this phrase before, but I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it. Oh, okay. He's the backbone of all galactic civilization in a very different way from the, my previous uh, argument for the mouse droid. He is a mobile power unit. <laughs> he is the most versatile power source in the outer rim. Without him, you wouldn't have these these outer rim civilizations, these outer rim colonies. You wouldn't have <laughs> Tatooine. Gonk provides sustenance and energy for all. Uh, you know, it's hard to think of a universe without Gonk because he is so integral to the power generation 
the immense power it need, that is needed to have these massive galactic civilizations. Ten seconds. And again, uh, without Gonky, the Outer Rim, which this podcast is so lovingly named for, oh, God. Uh, would be a desolate wasteland. He, he is that the is power dying. source of all things. Uh, all, um, all praise Gonk. <laughs> I like that how it's just Tatooine would not exist. Yeah, as, like somehow, as, somehow as a civilization or planet. Yeah, you know, no, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Tatooine would just be like empty uh, vacuum. This would be a vacuum of space. Allowed Tatooine to come together. It, he's a very and again. I, I understand my time's up, but he's a very abstract character, very abstract <laughs> concept. So when you think about it, there's there's really nothing in the lore saying that Gonk and the Force are two separate entities. Right? <laughs> have I seen them in the same room? I don't think no, so. You, you, <laughs> well, exactly. You, you kind of have because many chlorines are all around us. So you kind of have seen the Force at work. Hey, this is your not, not your time. <laughs> <laughs> it can be argued that without Gonk, maybe there is no Force. Maybe there is nothing to bind the planets together. <laughs> I cannot prove or disprove that Gonk is the Force or is responsible wow. for the Force. I, I, yeah, yeah that's, exactly. That's a strong case for Jeez. the Gonk droids from Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Sam, can you match that? I mean, good wow. defense for BD1. <laughs> Just like Romulus and Remus somehow, you know, founded Rome with their resources. Uh, apparently, the founder of Tatooine had nothing but a gonk droid at his disposal. And <laughs> even though BD1 may not be the manna and water that springeth forth from the rock to, in the middle of the desert like the gonk is... Uh, just like the Battle Droids or the B1 series, though, I think this BD1 dude, he belongs to the kind of companion, quote-unquote, series of droids. He's resourceful, he's brave, he's super persistent, and as a friend to Cal Kestis, he proves to be much more than just a sidekick on occasion. I mean, he saves his life more than once, like up against the second sister, this dude was indisp indispensable. And even against Vader, too. I mean, he goes up to Vader, Darth Vader, the most feared villain in the entire galaxy, and pops him with a shock prod? I mean, even though Vader kind of shrugged it off, that's, that's, you know, neither here nor there. I think the fact is that he was willing to risk his life for Cal speaks volumes to his character as a companion. And he's super cute. I mean, look at his face. He and, he and, he and BB-8 got a lot in common in that regard. So, I mean, Gonk, he's a shoebox on wheels. Stand him up and, you Ten know, seconds. Excuse me. Put, put maybe like a carrot, two button noses on him and bam, oh, we got a Gonk droid. And, and let's call him a god while we're at it, too. No, come on. That's, that's as, as thinly veiled and thinly supported argument time. as I possibly can muster. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I need to address something you said, and it is deeply offensive to me and my religion. You said Gonk is on wheels? I'm sorry, when's the last time you've seen a Gonk? You know, he's got I, I was, I was. He's so, got two feet. Correct, I was so flustered. He, in my, we are in made my... in his image. What are you talking about? Do we have wheels? No. Wait, you guys don't have wheels? <laughs> I mean, when you look at the facts, does the Outer Rim need BD-1 for their energy supply? I don't I don't know if you can make that argument. I think... Well, this guy's got spunk. He's got a different kind of energy, you know? Who says that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> this kid's hip. He's got spunk, all right? I'm going to have to give this round to uh, to the Lord and Savior Gonk single-handedly creating light. You sound a bit biased in, calling in, him in Lord and Savior yourself, man. It seems like this deck was stacked you know, against me to begin with. Did Gonk ever face off against Darth Vader? No. Did he need to put himself into a position where he had to do that? I don't think he did. He, You know, he, he was always in control. He's smarter than so that. So yeah, Palpatine yeah. was... You're saying... You're, what you're saying is Palpatine was pulling the strings of, you know, the Sith. Gonk was rising. pulling Palpatine's strings. <laughs> yes, Gonk, Gonk was above Palpatine pulling his strings with no arms, Gonk by the way. Every voice that Palpatine heard in his head was, was Gonk. He just heard Gonk the whole time. Gonk. Gonk. <laughs> Let's look at the next matchup we got. We have number two seed DO against number 15 IG88. Number two seems very high. 
Uh, again, <laughs> I know. this was randomly generated. The seeds were randomly generated. That's fascinating to me. <laughs> See, I'm already off to my roast. Um, <laughs> I represented the last assassin droid. I think I can do it again. All right, okay. good stuff. Uh, it's up to you. I, I can um, I hereby represent legal counsel for Dio. All right, IG88. Here's the thing about IG88. <laughs> I talked about IG11 before. I mentioned that he's an assassin droid. The difference between him and IG88, IG88 is arguably the most dangerous droid in the galaxy. And we know this. There have been comics written about him. And, he, and, and it's not just that he's dangerous. He's also borderline sadistic. And that, I think, adds to the danger. He will often roast enemies and, and completely incinerate them just for laughs. I, I, he doesn't even collect the bounty. You know, and that, that speaks to the psychology, if you can call it that, in, in, a, in a droid's, uh, you know, circuits. That speaks to his psychology. He's very, very dangerous. And I think that Ten puts seconds. him in a, in, a, in a league above any other droid. He also is liberated. He, he turned against his masters and is now a free droid to wreak havoc on any of his uh, that is your time. potential victims. <laughs> you know, honestly, coming into this, I don't know much lore about IG-88. So that's a, yeah. that's a fascinating board that he actually freed himself from his master. Um, oftentimes, he just literally, when I say incinerate, he incinerates them and doesn't uh, fill the bounty. Uh, I, I guess to get some sort of sick joy out of it. He enjoys it. He enjoys. Yeah, he enjoys it. But he doesn't collect the bounty. And there, so in the galaxy, there's a list of basically MIA bounties, and it's it's widely regarded that those MIA bounties are all. What a reputation! You know. Yeah, exactly. Good defense for IG88. Definitely, maybe an underrated bounty hunter by by all accounts. Very underrated. What you've given. So. Sam, let's uh, let's hear what you got for Do. Yeah, can, he, can you top that? I mean, geez, Ethan's really fallen back on his Star Wars fanfic that he calls canon to prop up his defense <laughs> of of IG88, the standing tailpipe that he is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> geez. Now I'll have you know, I've been left with the uh, and I've I've chosen in some aspects the small, cute droids, and D1 uh, Do is is another example of this. But against IG88, I think he makes a compelling case. So after he was reactivated by BB8, all he wanted to do was be just like the dude that reactivated him. And that was adorable. I mean, gosh, you saw this guy wheeling around him. I mean, he, he looked up to the man and, well, the droid, rather. And I think I think he's unique, too, because of his light little stutter, like, I, I, I have a squeaky wheel. And his, his little, no, thank you. Good. Yes. His, and his, his little, like, no, thank you. Has got to Ten be seconds. his most iconic line. And he came in handy, too, surprisingly, since he was owned by a former Sith assassin and had some vital information on, Ex- on Exegol that the Resistance needed. And he was there. IG-88 That's time. was not in the room. <laughs> Impressive. And- Dio was in the room where it happened. No. <laughs> in the room where it happened. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, Impressive. Genuinely. I, I, no, I thank will you. say, though, uh, your droid was such a, an afterthought that they couldn't even get somebody to voice him. I mean, he's voiced by the director of the movie because he was like, oh, I got to no! do it myself. The director, he said, <laughs> I need someone. The director said, I'd be honored to do it myself. Did IG-88 no, no, have no, a voice actor? No. No, I didn't. This IG-8 no. was literally just, you know, a tailpipe. You also roasted my, my fan fiction. I could pull up receipts if you want them. <laughs> when, you, when I look at the facts here, hearing what you both presented, Dio needed BB-8 to bring him back, to reactivate him. What's wrong with relying on others for an important cause? IG-88 that's that's brought God. about his own freedom here. He saved himself. Did he need anyone? I, I feel like I feel like IG eighty eight did what Do couldn't. You know, I, I hate myself. <laughs> no, IG eighty eight did what Do is is. It's, that's like comparing apples to oranges. You can't compare 
an assassin droid against someone whose capabilities are not, you know, killing humans. They're for saving the galaxy instead of, you know, destroying it piece by piece. But that's the point of the competition. <laughs> I'm going to have to give this one to IG-88. <laughs> uh, chalk up another L. Assassin droid on in the next uh. round. Uh, all right, we've uh, we've got an interesting matchup in this next round here. I'm, ex- I'm interested to see what you guys are going to make of it. We have the number seven seed uh, Droidica against the number ten seed Pit Droid. So and this <laughs> is okay. An interesting matchup on our hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that's a good point. I believe I will pick uh, Droidica. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, right. I I defend I these Pit Droids. I will about, do my I'm best. All about that deadly Droid. Yeah. I, I will do my best, and geez, again with the the small, cute droids. You know, this this seems to be a theme for me. Um, <laughs> Ethan has the abstract concept droids, and you have the the the, the merchandise. I got the yeah. They small, they cute, they 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 souvenirs. Don't worry about it. You're nothing but toys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the pit droids. These guys, they're your workhorses. I mean, who does literally every spacefaring soul turn to to have repairs done to their craft? We see that in the Mandalorian and all over the prequel trilogy, for instance. I think. They're small yet extremely strong, pound for pound. They, I mean, one could say that they're, you know, they're small and extremely stupid for jumping into running engines and, and otherwise being destroyed so easily. <laughs> but I attribute that to their eagerness to risk their mechanical lives to get to work. <laughs> yes, to earn a day's wage. Plus, every machine has an off switch, a la Terminator Salvation, and theirs just so happens to be the, the nose that makes for efficiency number one and ease of use. Just bap them on the snoot and they're done for. So <laughs> just boop. Yeah, bap and they're there. It's again efficiency. They work hard and they're easy to use. What more would a consumer looking to spend Ten their seconds. galactic credit or other, you know, uh, if they're no good in the outer rim, their currency want to spend on? More bang for your buck, okay. right there. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I like the reference to it. Uh, hit the nose. <laughs> <laughs> hit the nose. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely one of the funnier moments in Phantom Menace. <laughs> and, you know, they were good enough to make their return and the, the return to the screen in The Mandalorian. That's, Indeed. That's a fair, you know, they a, proved a fair metal. defense from you to these uh, to these pit droids. So. Yep. Okay, interesting. Interesting argument here. I want to touch on one thing that you said. Uh, you, you mentioned that they, they earn a day's wage. Oh, Lord. They're, they're working just to earn a day's wage. That, that droid is getting paid. I mean, <laughs> come on, you're, you're essentially advocating for, like, the oppression of all droid kind. And L3 now, uh, hold would be on. very disappointed. L3 would be very disappointed in you. Droid Uprising, Droid Revolution all the way. Um, anyways, <laughs> Droidica. Uh, again, I, I keep getting these like really hardcore droids. And, and the Droidica, more than any other battle droid out there uh, that the, the, the Separatist employed, I think is the killing machine. He rolls up, shields go up. Constantly we see clones, even Jedi, either run or have to do very specific, use very specific tactics to, to destroy these things putting poppers under their shields, things like that. I think they are, again, more than any other Separatist droid, a, a true threat to their enemies. And Doesn't they it. also can roll up to, like, I think I read 75 kilometers an hour, <laughs> which is insane. Easily the fastest droid, I think, on this list. Um, you haven't just seen our two fly. That's your time. As a <laughs> unit, I think. You know, what? when I was hearing both of these arguments, you know, I, uh, I realized that... We have one pit droid that has been deactivated by a Gungan. By design. And, and the other droid, it took a space battle to deactivate the <laughs> droid again. One's got an off switch. The other one just has, you know, twin blaster cannons. You know, I... Face. <laughs> no, you don't want to hear the pit droids with them gats. You don't want to hear that talk, man. 
think I have to go with the killing machines here. I think I'm going to go with the with the dro- with the droidicas. If you use the argument that you know what's one useless droid against you know another droid that like the, the the destroyers that have twin blaster cannons can fend for themselves on their own versus an army of these things like the B1 battle droids solo they're useless as a team they get the job done and people <laughs> fear them you can make the same argument for the pit droids so i think it's yeah but it might it might be hypocritical that's not that they're not a, purpose. that's not their design uh, they the, don't they don't do that it, i mean they just but, simply don't they also it have is a built-in by, off switch. Yes, it, but it is by design <laughs> that that the uh, the pit droids, you know, they go about in teams working on these these ships and assisting people in their everyday lives. They serve a purpose as a team. And They're a very good pit crew. Yeah, indeed, it's, it's in the name. Every every they, every they, racer needs a pit crew, and every spacefaring soul needs a trusty droid that knows what they're doing to take care of their ships. I guess w- when the Jedi are rolling up to crash your house, to bust your house party, mm-hmm. do you want a pit droid to walk up to the door and see who it is, or do you want a droid no, to do it? The, I, my I point know. is, I want several pit droids, not just one. <laughs> yeah. I want three pit droids. Not so one destroyer. Least, I want a team. there's at least three pit droids there, the Jedi will run. Any any less than that, and it's, it's not. Yeah, I mean, who would look. Win? One pit droid sized droidica, or a thousand <laughs> droidica sized? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I mean, we're, we're getting into that like, territory, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to move us on to our next matchup here in uh, this first round. We have the number three seed Buzz Droid against number 14 K2SO. I'll take K2SO any day. Okay. okay. Uh, that, that, is, that is a smart decision. <laughs> I will be taking the Buzz Droid. <laughs> buzz Droids. Buzzy, buzzy, buzz, buzz droids. Okay. So I want to bring us into episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Buzz Droids, I think are underrated in a lot of ways as a, as a tool in the arsenal of the Separatist Army. We see that when they were deployed um, in that moment, they instilled utter panic into very experienced Jedis. They are very dangerous in the vacuum of space, especially designed to rip pilots out of their uh, starfighters. And, uh, you know, I, I think the argument I can make here is that they are, they are very underrated for what they do. They are designed to do a very specific job, and they do that job incredibly well. Um, and again, like that's look, 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 watch that scene. Uh, wow, you know, I ran out of time. Like watch the scene again. Look at the panic in Obi Wan. That's all I'm saying. Like you said, underrated, <laughs> and you know they're very good at the job they're supposed to do. Pitroids. You should see the fear. We're on to the next round, though. <laughs> the fear that's instilled in the eyes of those pod racing engines every time a, a pitroids walks up. <laughs> All right, Sam, what do you got for K2SO? Right, so for K2SO, every Star Wars movie features its own unforgettable droid sidekick, and K2SO was part of one movie and is already one of the most iconic Star Wars characters in recent memory. I mean, this dude is the droid we've been looking for. He's huge and imposing, and he can soak up blaster bolts like a ShamWow monches on spills and messes in your kitchen. (laughs) What? (laughs) His punches land hard. I.e., the absolute clothesline he delivered to Jin as part of her rescue mission, and his punch his punchlines hit perhaps even harder. From the "Did you know that wasn't me?" to "I find that answer vague and unconvincing." He really seems to be the <laughs> anti C-3PO as well of Star Wars too, which is awesome in its own right. In its own right, um, and even though it was thanks to Jin and Cassian that the Death Star plans made it off Scarif. You can't deny that it was thanks to K2SO and the sham wow of a droid that he is that made that even possible. <laughs> and the fact that he's originally an Imperial droid makes that fact even better. It's so, so ironic. I will say, listeners, this is not an ad space for sham wow. We're not sponsored by them. 
can can I just concede? Because holy crap, man. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I was I was not ready for that matchup at all. I'm like, <laughs> I had fun putting together. And this man's coming out here with like, you know, like, he's a sham prepared wow. remarks. Oh my god, so good. that was, that was so, so good. good. That's that, yeah, that's so okay good. Too, so. All the way. Uh, no one, I'm defeated. Down. Yeah, no, that that is good. I think the sham wow, wow bit got it. <laughs> I think it's the hardest I've laughed today so far. The sham wow. All right, so we are on to the last matchup of this first round here, and it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. We have the number six seed, controversial, R2-D2, against the number 11 seed, L337. All righty. Okay, okay, all right. I am very excited to pick L... No, R2. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Well, I, I was in up? shock. Yeah, no, 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 no. You got me. I tried to be edgy before, it didn't work out. Yeah. We're going R2, okay? All right, all right, that's good. Well, I mean, look, L3, she's a self-modified droid just like IG-88. Um, the And the idea that she's some sort of a, uh, if you will, a, a mutt droid, as in for, she, I mean, she puts various parts of different kinds of droids on herself to improve herself going forward. I mean, she's a droid who takes the concept of I think having a mind of one's own to levels unseen before in Star Wars and the fact that she's this build upon yourself as you go to also being in the habit of her liberation mission for the for the droids um, and the fact that you know she tra- she traverses the galaxy making the case that droids should be free of their sometimes cruel owners and such and also it cannot be understated that um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge gives her this kick-ass personality too which is great 10 seconds um, yeah and I, I think that, you know, after, spoiler alert, what happens to her in Solo a Star Wars Story, she becomes part of, of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> she becomes part of the Falcon for all that time. Was, that, that, was a good, that was a good point to end on. I was wondering if you're going to fit that in there. <laughs> I, I had to with, with the time get I to, had get left. To, get to, get to. I know. That's that's very good argument. A solid yeah. defense. You know, a, a, solid, a liberator solid, solid. of droids and, you know, the Millennium Falcon would not be what it was. It's the Falcon because of L3. L3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the Falcon. Uh, all right, let's good, hear it for R2-D2 to close good off stuff, this first round. It's hard to come up with an argument for R2-D2 because it's, it's kind of just the obvious choice here, I think. Um, <laughs> he has been there for the entire series. He is the the, the most charismatic the most helpful droid to every gang from Anakin to Luke to Rey. I think, I think at every step of the way, he is contributing more than I think any droid on this list. I think also when it really comes down to it, if I, if I go to like my five-year-old cousin and I hand him an action figure of uh, L3, he's going to be like, ah, cool transformer. But if I hand him R2, he, he will know instantly, oh, this is Star Wars. This is R2. R2 is, is in many ways the face of Star Wars, just as much as lightsabers, just as much as uh, the Skywalker family. I think Ten seconds. He, he easily represents the entire saga and is honestly my favorite droid. Um, and I think everybody's at, at the end of the day. <laughs> You're biased. <laughs> I am, but I'm glad I got this because I am biased. I think I think R2 is... is... Arguably the main character of the uh, Exactly. Of the He's there for the entire time. <laughs> what about Gonk, though? Whoa, I mean, this is... We're, we're talking That's apples high and oranges here. To... Can you really compare? <laughs> <laughs> I like the bit of uh, mistaking L337 for a transfer. <laughs> I mean, I think there's no way that R2 can't make it through again yeah, this matchup. I, mean, I think I have to give this one to R2. Uh, At the same time, I'm the same person who gave the round to the B1 ba- battle yeah, over BB-8. Yeah, I'm confused. So I can't really talk. <laughs> well, because BB-8 is trash. No. <laughs> 
so that is the end of this first round of the tournament. We are moving on to round two in which Ethan and Sam, you both will have to use rhymes for your arguments. You can, you know, take that however you will. I'm going to list off the matchups before we get into it. So in the first matchup of round two, we have Chopper versus C-3PO. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. We have the B1 battle droid against Gonk. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That is, wow. <laughs> we the got IG88 against the Droidica and K2SO against R2D2. I think that's that's a really good oh, matchup. That'll as be well. good. So let's dive right into it in the first matchup of Chopper versus C3PO. Okay, I'll I'll take 3PO. I had him last time. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm I'm doing Chopper. All righty. Hey, it's Chopper. He's real and proper. MVP of the Ghost Crew. A real showstopper. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. So succinct. Don't. <laughs> a valiant defense for Chopper. All right, Sam, let's hear what you got for C-3PO. Wow, C-3PO? I mean, jeez. What you think you know about my boy C-3? This droid became a god way up in them trees, built on Tatooine by a young Annie. Don't even ask about the odds, man. He'll tell you for free. Fluent in six million forms of termination, he'll whoop you across the galaxy. He got a red arm, don't ask me how he got it. He'll take none of your crap, don't get him started. What's that, Master Luke? R2? That you? Let me save your life, don't mind if I do. The Ewoks, they know it's clear to see. Farm droid to D&D, once your boy C3. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Uh, yeah, but that, that was really good. That was, that was really good. good. That was uh, really good job. I like how you took the the concept of a rhyme and and, and took some and took some did the spoken freedom word. with it. And that's all I got to say about that. I, I got to give that one to C three PO. That was that was a good fair a Very good fair. song you constructed there for I like the the farm boy versus the deity farm bro- farm droid to deity. Once your boy C three. A job well done. So. Yeah, C-3PO is progressing to the next round. In this next matchup, we have the battle droid versus the Lord and Savior Gonk droid. Well, and I think I have Ethan been representing Gonks up until this point. I would very much like to continue representing my Lord and Savior. Okay. I think that's that's fair. Uh, Let's all right. hear it for uh, for Sam representing the uh, the B one. The B ones. B3, B2, B1, consider Naboo undone. Battle droids on the horizon, yeah, you better run. Steely-eyed, they reach over their back. For the blasters, no mercy for the imminent attack. Roger, roger, <laughs> uh-oh, you're under arrest. Blast the Jedi scum, it's no contest. Compute this, Camino fools, your time is up. You about to get this blaster up close. Yeah, what's up? Your circuits are loose if you deny them this matchup. That was really good. I nice. mean, for that what you, good. yeah, no, for representing the battle droids, I think you did really well there. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting just straight fire coming from Sam. Um, I'm genuinely a little nervous. Yeah, as you um, should be. I hope Gonk pulls through, but uh, let's just let's just <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Out of rim reads. <laughs> Shout out. Mr. Andrew Gayhoff for bringing us out here tonight. Now this here's a story about a dear personal friend. Enjoyed you all know and love. That's right, it's Mr. G-O-N-K. Look at my gonk, he got a donk He walk around like a certified punk Everyday power droid, out of rim junk Nah, man, out of rim hunk Oh my god, Becky, look at his gonk Everyday power droid, out of rim hunk Everyday power droid, out of rim punk Yeah, oh, oh, he's a 
power joint <laughs> Set in battlefront Where he delivers ammunition Mobile generator, more voltage than even Vader At the end of the turn When he finally learned to love his son <laughs> What? Yeah man, Gonkinus wants you to love each other Yeah Look at my gunk, he got a dog, he walk around like a certified punk Everyday power droid, out of rim junk, nah man, out of rim hunk, nah man, out of rim hunk, nah man, out of rim hunk Everyday power droid, out of rim hunk, everyday power droid, out of rim punk Um, anyways Could not have been ready for that Can I, can I download that for my running playlist, please? Absolutely. It should be a, a available Spotify on Spotify, <laughs> wherever you get your music. <laughs> uh, now, I, I wasn't ready for for that fire in the booth. I don't want to say I was, like, hustling you on the first round, because I wasn't. I genuinely wasn't prepared. But, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, no. Oh, Chopper. Show, showstopper. Wow. Skyhopper. And then you drop that fire. <laughs> I, I will say I uh, I like the creative liberty that you both are taking with with this round. That was impressive. I'm gonna have to give that one to Gonk. I will. Like, there's. I don't think I can top that. I don't. You think, know, uh, it's an objective fact that Ethan's powers have doubled since we last met. Twice the Gonk, double the hunk. So uh, <laughs> double the go. space hunk. <laughs> that was a great round right there. Uh, <laughs> in the next matchup, we have got IG88 versus the Droidica. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with the Droidicas here. I guess I got IG-88. Yeah. All right, y'all ready? Are we? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's just, uh, let's just get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. Bounty hunter roll call, y'all. IG-88, obliterate, never hesitate, disintegrate, all the competition that in his way, with him on the hunt, he's sealing your fate, turn on his masters the second he woke, no normal assassin, man, this just bespoke, kill him for pleasure, man, this ain't no joke, yeah, your whole operation will be up in smoke, uh, instead of raid, 88, bodies hit the floor, he celebrates, unequivocally impressive machinery, got the best in me, imagine the scenery, stacking the bodies of all of his enemies, is he the deadliest droid of the century, nah, man. Deadliest droid of all time IG-88 Obliterate Never hesitate Incinerate Bodies in his way Bounties pay the day Hunter kills the prey Hunter kills the prey Yeah Surgical precision Meets raw artistic vision For murder <laughs> That's gonna be stuck in my head That was That was it's Just so catchy impressive. Jeez Oh god this is this is incredible stuff. This is this is unfair that this is only round two of the tournament. <laughs> that is good. I'm excited to see what you could do with a droidica, Sam. Oh, <laughs> likewise. Here we go. Where are those droidicas now? We need them now and fast. Double cannons and shields. The Jedi's ass is grass. Master, destroy us. What shall we do? Uh oh. Obi Wan, lace up your fast shoes. That's right. Really, boys, spinning death machines. Even Jedi know against them they're a hill of baked beans. Red eyes, two guns. You won't stand a chance. Republic Army's worst nightmare, and they got a, a wide stance. Zero to one hundred. That's how fast they go. And that's all the Seppies need against a legion of foes. You're playing if you think you got what it takes to take down even two of these. That's your final mistake. <laughs> Wheelie boys. Wheelie boys. <laughs> the wheel oh, boys. That was good. That was good. Spinning death machines. In, in the lyric right there. That's their entire argument. That's all, that's all it takes. <laughs> I want to make note that, and this is, please do not take this as an insult in any way. But you're spitting these rhymes in a matter of like Eminem meets Dr. Seuss. <laughs> 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 
No, that is the greatest compliment I've ever been handed. Oh, God. Like the ass is grass part, especially. I was telling You've not made it easy for me right here. That's, this yeah, is hard. Neither do the Jordicas against everyone they go up against. Hey, your time's up. <laughs> Thanks for stealing my argument from round one. You know, what's it going to be? It's It's got to be the wheel. I'm going with my or... instinct here. I'm going with my instinct here. I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to have to go with the wheelie boys. Yes! I'm going to have to go with the wheelie boys here. <laughs> that is surprising. I don't know. <laughs> Genuinely, I did not think Jordicas would get this far. I, neither did. Good on you. Good on you. All right. This is tough, though. I, I, yeah, this is this is not an easy job, and I don't think it'll be any easier for this last matchup of round two, where we have K two S O against R two D two. This might be the most monumental <laughs> clash yet. I think. Honestly, I've been yeah. looking forward to this. Oh, this is not so, going to be easy. <laughs> well, this might come as a surprise, but I think I'm actually going to go K two S O. Yes, K two S O. Okay. You said yes. Oh, yes! you said yes. Yes. <laughs> Is there overconfidence your weakness? I'm I, I'm very intrigued right now. <laughs> Twice the pride, double the fall. Not this time. All right, so R2. You know, sometimes, baby, there's just some things that go without saying. But this, baby, it's got to be said. I said, darling, I, I can't get enough of R2, baby. Yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why. I can't get enough of R2, baby. What can I even say? What am I gonna do? This droidy does so much to hear the white and blue. But let me tell you, I look in his eye, he beeps, boops, and I, I just can't deny how I feel, darling. I said, darling, I, I can't get enough of R2, baby. Yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why. I can't get enough of R2, baby. Here he comes, wow, wheeling down the hall now. Super battle droids don't stand a chance now. He's cool. Slick oil makes him dance now. And as for me, <laughs> you guessed it. I'm starry-eyed. I'm starry-eyed because darling I, I can't get enough of R2, baby. Yeah. I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why. I can't get enough of R2, baby. Yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why. I can't get enough of R2, baby. Oh my god. Valid time for R2. <laughs> what just happened? It came to me in a vision. That was unnecessarily sexy. It was, why? it was like a love baby, song. They for just got Sinatra be out of nowhere. Just like... <laughs> okay. That's that's gonna be hard to beat. K2SO, I guess, I guess. Alright, let's hear it. <laughs> Here we go. Alright. Yeah. You know we talking about the movie that reignited a flame, showed us what Star Wars could really be. Rogue One. Shout out nostalgia. Here we go. K2SO when they're so been shaking up the whole flow Cassian's been in this fight since he was six years old Suicide mission to bring the plan to fruition to get inside Imperial records the data that they must find And while they're climbing the data tower my boy stays behind Yeah this is his greatest hour yeah this is his time to shine Sacrifice sacrifice that's the name of the game K2SO in the house and he's bringing the pain And in the end it's not for nothing He may be gone but this rebellion still stands for something <laughs> And in the end, it's not for nothing. He may be gone, but this rebellion still stands for something. 
got the plans to the proper folk and on his aspirations Krennic choked <laughs> I know it's sometimes hard to cope but in the end he gave the galaxy hope Oh, nicely done. so good. so good. <laughs> I like the little dig that had to be like the little dig at Krennic. Krennic choked. <laughs> I'm going to have to progress. Uh, I'm going to have to go with K2 here. I'm going to have to go with K2. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? I'm going to have to Against go with K2. Against Star Wars itself, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> Against the face of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with K2 here, which, which moves us to our semifinals, to our round three. Um, and so in the first matchup of our round three, we have C-3PO against Lord and Savior Gonk Droid and the Droidica against K2SO. And for this round, you both will have to use a haiku for the droid that you're representing. May I respectfully request to keep representing Gonk? I can, it I is can the god against the god here, by That's the way. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> wow. A, a, a D-D Cataclysmic showdown right here. Your god stands no chance. <laughs> like, are we taking the god of the Ewoks against just the god of... Power. God of... <laughs> <laughs> All right, C-3PO. A haiku. R2, is that you? Here I am, with my red arm. Last look at my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love haikus in general. <laughs> it's just... This is so good. Okay, I guess I got the droid himself, Mr. G-O-N-K. <laughs> Steadfast guardian... With immeasurable power, watch him as he gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Gonk is both a god and a uh, verb. <laughs> it's just a way of life in general. You can <laughs> watch him as he gonks. You know, C three PO. He is fluent in six million languages. Is, is that right? Six million languages. Over six million forms of over six of million forms of communication. But we never heard him gonk. I don't know. Well, did he have to? Maybe he never put himself in the position in which he had to gonk. Hey, you know? this is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the debate. Apples and oranges. What? Come on. What? <laughs> yeah. Apples and oranges. Oh my I'm god. Gonna, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with gonk here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with gonk here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, but C3PO will have a chance at silverware in the third place matchup, so we can still take home some hardware. Some hardware. Mr. Gold's getting the bronze. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow! Zing! Whoa, God! Y'all, C3PO and R2 are out. That is <laughs> Whoa, unprecedented. We have Droidica in the semifinal. <laughs> BB-8 lost in the first round. Like, what is this? <laughs> Two battle droids. Battle droids made it past the first round. Oh, my God. Audience, I know you're confused. So are we. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this last matchup of the round three, the semifinals. We have the Droidica against K2SO. I'll do, I'll do K2. All right. Let's hear it for uh, this is Droidica. Droidica. Yeah. Separatist Menace. Shields up. Twin blaster cannons. Rolling in the deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adele. <laughs> you like my Adele reference there? <laughs> Who knew that the Droidica would actually be representing Adele? In, in <laughs> I was not expecting that. Well, clever, I gotta say. But K2SO can take you on any day. Is this part of the haiku? Or... <laughs> no, uh, no, I was counting the syllables. I was like, syllables. Oh, I'm like wait a minute, that's on. six. <laughs> so was I. I was in trouble there for a second. Uh, K2SO, here we go. Steals the show with wit. I'll be there for you. Cassian said I had to. 
I don't know. I love it. I love it. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it was it was one of his best one-liners that I had to incorporate into the haiku. I yeah. I'm glad you did that. I think I think I'm gonna have to go with KCU there. I don't know. I love that. <laughs> well, that yeah. sets us up for our last two matchups. We have the championship round between. Gonk wow. Droid and K2SO for the best droid in Star Wars. And we also have the third place match between C3PO and the Droidica. Let's do the, the final round first. So you both will have to create an acrostic for your character, for your droid's name. And Gonk is, those letters line up simple enough. Um, for K2, I wrote his name down as K-A-Y-T-W-O. So K2. So for the acrostic, as I ex- explained at the top of the show, basically for each letter of that name, you have to use a word or a phrase that starts with each of those letters. So we have Gonk Droid versus K2SO in the final round of this tournament. Wow. For who, who would have thought this matchup the <laughs> and the, the creative juice has got to be flowing. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I assume that, Ethan, you're going to represent Gonk here. You've carried him through. I, I've carried him through this far. If, if you'll allow it. I would, uh, I would I'll allow it. I'll that allow would be, it. that would be fitting. <laughs> and Sam, so you have K2SO and the spelling for that, that we're going to use is K-A-Y-T-W-O. K2. Got it. Got it. Okay. Never in my life would I have thought that I would be here. Yeah. <laughs> like an acrostic for gonk in a final round. <laughs> like, like <laughs> think about it. What this means. Exactly. It's, it's, it's an important moment. The implications are clear. Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever wants to go first to find out who the best droid in Star Wars unofficially is. <laughs> oh, it's pretty official, though. <laughs> okay. I'll all right. First. Let's hear what you got for Gonk. All right. Gonk. G-O-N-K. God to all things, outer rim and core. Omnipresent. <laughs> needing no credit. <laughs> knowing simply his power provides for all. <laughs> Honestly, like... Gonk needs his own spin-off series, a movie. He, he, he seems does. to be it has flying to so now. far under the radar for, for these incredible, incredible things about him to be unnoticed. This is going to be his big break here. I think after this goes goes live. Well, let's see. All the Gonk commercials start coming in. Mm-hmm. Not if he finishes in second place to K2SO because... Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> K2SO. K-A-Y-T-W-O. Knows all the dry humor. Accepts his fate for the greater good. Oh. Yawns in the face of Stormtrooper's aim. Because, I mean, it's Stormtrooper's aim. Takes no crap from Cassian. Won't sugarcoat things. And, officially, the best character in Rogue One. I mean, can you argue with that? I you don't can't. know. You can't. I don't know if you can argue with that. <laughs> he's, oh. he's standalone, you know, second to none as far as quality of character, quality of droid for the purposes of this tournament, too. So, that's what I got. You know, early on, I said that we are here for the laughs, and <laughs> I gotta give this one to Gong. <laughs> I, I gotta give this one to Gong. Uh, um, you know, Sam, like you I made said, a compelling he, he case credit, for K two. I'll take that. That's true, but you know, K two. No, it was great. That was that was worthy of the silver. <laughs> I think he rode through the different rounds of the tournament pretty well. Stood his yeah. own. I'm impressed. It's just, I'm glad he got this far because I think he deserves that. It's just a shame that I couldn't bring out more laughs for a character who brought out so many laughs in, in us, you know, viewers and fans. So I yeah. I feel like I did a disservice, but to, to, to you Gonk. You did well. You did well. 
to gonk though well, at the end of the day, i mean you know, i think gonk has more laughs anyway and yeah. you know in, in terms of all media i think yeah because you're, you're <laughs> right to... him him as a spiritual figure is so so funny you know <laughs> i wonder how many people are just totally fuming right now at the fact that i just what? chose gonk drone over k2so <laughs> uh, you both did some some really good acrostics we do actually still have our third place match the last matchup of this tournament between c3po and joydica and the way that we did this in the last tournament episode was that you both get to decide how you want to proceed with that round if you want to okay. just give a straight up argument like you did in the first round or if you want to use another rhyme or a haiku or another acrostic it is up to you guys how you want to proceed okay so that'll be the last matchup to find out who is the third best droid maybe controversially so in star wars okay <laughs> i'll do c3po that's that's good yeah what uh what format are you gonna go with i'll go with the format of round two the rhyme which means Ethan's got the Droidica. To I have Droidica. I will also place. be going rhyme with this one. Okay, That's... both going rhymes. Okay. Okay. But yeah, whichever one of you wants to go first, we can find out which of these droids is, at least in my book, the third best in Star Wars. All right, I'm, re- I'm going to be uh, repping Droidica here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Separatist Army. <laughs> Shout out CIS. Where my clank is at? Talking about Roly Boys. Let's go. Now, who's the baddest battle droid of them all? Droidica rolling up in the ball. But don't be fooled, he's a ball of death when he puts his shields up. Better show some respect. Man, even Obi Wan and Qui Gon left the second he rolled up and started to flex. Yeah, watch them Jedi run. Second they got a good look at his guns I'm talking twin repeating blaster cannons The kind of firepower that makes clones panic And with an army of destroyers <laughs> take over a whole planet Uh, yeah, don't take him for granted Now who's the baddest battle droid of them all? Droidica rolling up in a ball But don't be <laughs> fooled, he's a ball of death When he puts his shields up, better show some respect Yeah Okay Oh, brilliant. I love these so much. I, I know, my so God. Much. There's like a variety too. There's like a good variation between like all the beats. Uh, that, I'm, that I'm, you... I'm reaching for all the different, you know, arrows of rap here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It, it was a smooth one to end your uh, tournament yeah. tenure on. That was that was really good. Sam, <laughs> let's hear it for C-3PO to see if, um, all right. can he, is he up to the task? I think so. Yeah, I, I'll bring some more of the spoken word into this third round. Okay, okay. Uh, third place. Slam beat. Round, here we go. Okay, here's a little something you should know, sir. C-3PO's legit, that's the truth, sir. Human-cyborg relations is his game, sure. And for his friends, he ain't some kind of shiny chauffeur. R2 called him a mindless philosopher, but for this Ewok god, that's a slur, sir. From how he talks, you know you can infer, sir. This guy knows it all, can you concur? He's got survival odds up his droid sleeves, if you prefer, sir. But if you ask Han, he'd shut him off, that's what he preferred. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> okay, Lin Wet Manuel Miranda. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go with C3PO. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with 3PO <laughs> there. That was really all right. Hey, respect. Honestly, that was those, really those good. two were so good. This is this is man. so unfair. These are uh, all of these. I, like, I feel man. bad for for you, Andrew, because you have to decide. This is such a tough job I mean, if, if to I'm decide being between true, the two of these. So if I'm being true to how I chose the final with Gonk and K2, with which one made me laugh more, I was. You know, listeners can't see it, but I was pretty much in tears the whole time with that. So that was yeah. that was C-3PO taking home the third place. So we have Gonk as Gonk in first place, K2 in second, and C-3PO in third. Guys, this has been a fun tournament. Thank you both for doing this. <laughs> Are there any closing thoughts that you both have before we close out today? First off, thank you so much for having us on. This was a pleasure to to duke it out for these droids, um, to represent them as best we could in these rounds. Um, with the starting sixteen, I was kind of kind of baffled, like, wow, I got to pick, you know, and, and make my case for these droids to end up in the final round. But um, I hope we put up some pretty compelling arguments that got the creative juices <laughs> flowing. And yeah, it was a ton of fun. I I, um, in a, in another world, I would have liked to see my personal favorite R2 end up bringing home the hardware gold, but Gonk, I mean, he's something else. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The the final three is is kind of unprecedented, but again, it boils down to uh, how we uh, represented them. And I just want to say this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> this has been this has gotten my creative juices flowing, and it has kind of opened up. A new world of like, like, I might just keep rapping about Star Wars now. Like honestly, yeah, yeah, I might just could. like. You should. You really should. I mean, just, you, you really do all were... the droids. Move on to all the characters. Yeah. Know. But no, seriously, thank you so much. This has been a ton of fun. Gonk bless you. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank you both for making the time and for really putting on a good show. I'm I'm really happy with how this went. And to close out this interseason break, you know, I think there were some good laughs and I think you both did really well, especially given the contestants that we had. It wasn't easy. Uh, it wasn't easy for, oh, for many not. of them, but you both did really well. So thank you guys for coming on the show again. It was, an, it was an honor to have you both on. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to follow Outer Rim Reads on social media, feel free to give our Twitter account a follow at Outer Rim read pod i will be posting the bracket from this tournament to twitter try filling it out and letting me know who you think the best droid is and you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts outer rim reads is created by andrew geha it is produced by andrew geha it is edited by andrew geha and we will be back next week yes a week from today with episode 22 the first episode of season two discussing claudia gray's master and apprentice i am so excited to dive into that book and to start a new chapter of this show until then, sit back and enjoy. We do, in fact, have a gonk droid in the corner there. Is he an everyday power droid, outer rim hunk? Is he an everyday power droid, outer rim punk? Who can say? Just watch him as he gonks. <laughs>